This is Tony. And this is Andy. And this is Yenzanat. Hooray! Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is the podcast that is old enough to drink now. This is episode 21. Happy 21st birthday. If birthdays were weeks. Happy 21st week. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not going to do this for 21 years because, I mean, that's a long time. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we do. I'm pretty much out of content already. 21 years? I don't know what we'd be talking about. Well, what would be the best denture cream? Yes. Have you had any interesting experiences at the Waffle House recently? Or, no, no, my fault. Not the Waffle House. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Yeah, Cracker Barrel. Barrel. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really go there anymore. That's because you're not a senior citizen. That's true. But in 20 years, 21 years, who That's knows? Right. For your birthday, they give you a membership card to the Cracker Barrel. Now you're like inducted into the Cracker Barrel brothership. Yeah, I think at this point, being, if you're going to Cracker Barrel, you, you're probably over 50. Like, I don't think they allow people in there unless they're accompanied by a senior citizen. Right, yeah. Yeah, you, you have not met the minimum age, sir. No. Uh, please come back when your entire head is either bald or gray. You must be this hunched over in order to get in. <laughs> I mean, as a kid, I was a fan because it was a new place to go. You know, especially when you're on those road trips. You know, going on road trips is always fun. And then you're going, ooh, what's, what's, where can we go? Oh, Cracker Barrel. Yay! I want the pancakes, which are all exciting at first, but by the end you're sick of them. Right. <laughs> like, I don't want to eat the rest of this. I'm done. I wanted one pancake, but when I came in here, I wanted 22 pancakes. Full stack. As many as you can keep feeding me. I think and, I've only oh. ever really been in a, a Cracker Barrel twice. It was one of those, like you said, it was a road trip and I'm starving. And either I'm, I'm bitching at my parents or I was bitching at somebody that I was hungry. And there was that road sign for the exit that usually has, you know, food. And now if you're anywhere in Western Pennsylvania, there is always a Sheets sign right there. Prior to Sheets becoming ubiquitous, I had seen signs where it was like Cracker Barrel and then like, Joe's vegetable shack with vegetable spell wrong. And you knew like, no way am I going near there. So veggie tables, right? <laughs> like, uh, I'm not quite sure. And at least once or twice, that same scenario happened where we were probably miles from any edible food and MapQuest didn't exist yet. Obviously Google maps didn't exist and cell phones no. weren't around. So Cracker Barrel was, and they the experience was let's say less than stellar although again, i will say because we're not senior citizens so it doesn't have that like old people appeal to us yeah but i, I i'm not gonna lie i do like waffle house even though it's like shit food but but i i do like it just like when when you go to um ihop you go into ihop knowing that it's subpar breakfast it's advertised as the international house of pancakes where you're gonna have these spectacular pancakes they are subpar pancakes and the rest of their food is subpar. You just know that going into it that I'm, I've reserved to the fact that IHOP is, is, is just going to be a bad breakfast, but I'm so hungry and I don't give a shit. So let me ask you this. You said Waffle House was okay, but 
I want to investigate that just a little bit. Is it that the Waffle House food is okay and it's all right, or is it the result of the life choices you made that night prior to walking into the Waffle House were so entertaining and story-worthy that you couldn't not end up in a Waffle House. So the entire experience of whatever debauchery you had gotten into that night ended up, of course, at a Waffle House. So it becomes part of the story and that's entertaining. So it's like part of a package rather than Waffle House being good. The, the times that I was at Waffle House was mostly when I was on a road trip because we only have, I think, one near Pittsburgh and that's in Washington. But it's it, usually it was driving, like I drove to Florida. I stopped at a Waffle House twice, once there and once on the way back because it's like, I don't get that here. Maybe that's because that's one reason why I do like it because I don't get it here. I mean, I'm, when it comes to food, I'm picky as as hell. Like I'm, I'm the most pickiest person there is because I have so many food issues, but <laughs> I like greasy food and Waffle House has that greasy food. Oh and, yeah, they um, have that in spades, yeah. Yes. It's like, oh, you want, you want potatoes? There's the grease. <laughs> you <laughs> want eggs? Here's the grease, bacon grease. The, everything's cooked in bacon grease, I swear. So maybe that's why I like it. But so it, it, it is, while it's not overall part of a package, it's part of a road trip package because yes. like you said, you don't get it that often and it's, it's a novelty. Mm -hmm. I think the times where I've been in Waffle Houses, it has been as part of general evening shenanigans. And the story that leads up to Waffle House ends up being like, it's part, of, part and parcel with this. And of course we walked into a Waffle House because nothing else is open at this time. Well, did they have one at, at Penn State? Is that why? I have no idea. I don't remember that far back. <laughs> you were that drunk the entire time? You don't remember if there was Waffle House? Well, because we were cheap, poor bastards there, it usually ended up, the debauchery ended up at Taco Bell, wherein mm. I stood outside and waited for everybody else to get their not food and walk home, or more likely stumble home, because I refused to eat Taco Bell, even though it was like, a bag of, I hesitate to say the word tacos, but a bag of meat with some tortilla shells or something for like 38 cents. Well, I mean, when it comes to Taco Bell, it, it's basically like, okay, do you want something that resembles the shape of a taco and you like cheese and sour cream? Okay, well then here, here you go. You know, that's, that's, I don't love Taco Bell. I mean, there's times where it's like, you know what, I want Taco Bell. And then you have that time and it's like, okay, I don't have that time. I don't have to have that time for another six months, but <laughs> I, I'm lucky because I have a taco place that's five minutes from my house and they have good tacos and margaritas, which actually I have a margarita to go right now because I didn't drink it over the weekend because I was going to and I didn't. So I'm enjoying a margarita on a Monday. I, I, but breakfast is my favorite meal of the day because I don't know. I just, I just love breakfast foods. I, French toast is my favorite. Everyone knows that, you know, so I'm not going get to in, get into that. But yeah, breakfast is my thing. And, I, and I'm, the one thing about the pandemic that I absolutely hate is being able to go out and have breakfast. I mean, you can still do it, but it's not as, as much fun. And not everywhere's open. And, you know, I, I mean, I like to go to weird places off, off the beaten path for breakfast. So Yeah, there's a place here that I miss because I haven't ventured out because 
it's a maskless idiot wasteland out there at the moment where they have spectacular biscuits and sausage gravy. So it's just the right amount of spice for that early in the morning without having to dump hot sauce or something on it. And they basically provide it to you in a tub for like $3.95, something like that. So it's inexpensive, but delicious food and they give you tons of it. Yeah. And I haven't been out there. So yeah, I, I miss going to that place. Holly has figured out how to make that same thing for me. So there have been a number of times throughout this where we would have our groceries delivered and she would get all of the ingredients. And for about three days straight, I would have my giant bucket of uh, sausage gravy and biscuits. When it comes to breakfast foods and everything, the one thing I do love when it comes to like hot sauce, I love the Cholula sauce. Whenever a restaurant has that, that goes up like two points in my book because that's like, I know it's not much like a higher class of hot sauce or anything like that. I just love the flavor of it and it just adds spice to my meal. And so when it has that, it, it gets a better review because they, they, they get me. I, I like how Cholula has multiple flavors. So I have the regular, I have the Chipotle, I have the chili lime. Yes. And then that's they have good on gar- tacos. And then they have garlic chili or garlic lime or something like that. I have like three or four of different flavors. That mixed, and then when you put a little bit of uh, Slappy Mama seasoning on top of whatever you're eating, that just adds to it more. Cholula, please send us free hot sauce. Shit. Ah, uh, breakfast. And it, you know what? I, lo- I love going to breakfast when it's a nice fall morning. Because one, I love hoodie weather. Hoodie, I can't speak. For one, I love hoodie weather. Weather. <laughs> Fuck me, I'm done. <laughs> Take three. Take three. Okay. For me, I like hoodie weather. It's great. I love putting on just a nice little thick layer of, of hoodie. Um, and I have so many. I prefer the North Face hoodies because not that I'm brand loyal or anything. I just like their designs. And the comfort of the clothes, even though they're expensive, I do go to the outlet and get them because, you know, I'm a cheap bastard because I am. But yeah, I, I love getting up, going out, wearing, you know, a nice hoodie and getting some breakfast. It's sad to see summer go. I, I mean, I love hot weather to an extent, but I also like not having ball sweat. <laughs> anyway, I love... I love when it's nice and you can just put on a nice little layer and have that. And then I, I don't know, like for you f- fall there. Cause like, you know, Florida, I, I can't deal with the humidity and heat a lot. I don't know how you deal with it. So tell me, Tony, what's your secret? How do you deal with it? I have a pool. That's, that's it. Air conditioning in the house, pool outside. When it does get to be those crazy, like, 95 degrees and it feels like 107 which is fine i'm either inside playing video games or i'm out in the pool that absolutely helps with temperature regulation fall here just means that instead of being 95 with stupid high amounts of humidity it drops to 83 with not quite stupid high humidity (laughs) like there is no fall here the weather barely cools down. Um, we, we still deal with hurricane season all the way through like November because there's a chance for something to pop up and it keeps getting later and later every year because 
well, we're all boiling frogs. So temperature doesn't really get noticeably different where maybe I'll put on a a long sleeve shirt to wear with my shorts sometime in mid-December. And then maybe, I think I mentioned this before, maybe sometime in mid to late January, it gets cold enough like for three days for that hoodie to come out. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Like all through what would be spring, dry season, no humidity, heats up pretty quick, but uh, it's more tolerable than the rest for most folks. It's why a lot of the snowbirds stay down here through the spring and then jet out of here sometime in the summer because now then the heat and humidity becomes unbearable for some people. Well, when you lived here, what was your favorite season? Summer. Summer. Yep. Hmm. I was, I was always a big fan of the heat and I can say that I hated fall and winter in Pittsburgh. Absolutely hated both of them. I hated fall because, and I know that's the question that's coming up, because at some point during fall, everybody gets all excited. Oh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, blah, blah. Holidays are coming up. Okay, sure. There is a point in time where all the leaves on the trees in Pittsburgh start to change color. And you think, oh, this is going to look really, really pretty. There might be oranges and reds and yellows. They start to turn and then overnight, some high wind storm just rolls through and blows everything off the trees. So now they're just brown skeletons, which fuck me, that's boring. So (laughs) that starts being depressing right off the bat because whatever you're looking for gets wiped away by the stupid winds that are around there. And then suddenly the gray skies swoop in. Now, Pittsburgh is like the cloudiest city in the United States. There's like Seattle is the only one that beats out Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is like gray skies when you see the sunlight and blue skies like hallelujah we've been saved but it's gray and then during fall in pittsburgh those gray skies show up and they stay until like late march early april before you get to see the sun again so i hate hated 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 those periods of time in pittsburgh which is why i got the fuck out of dodge because i couldn't stand it anymore Like the Hmm. weather had such an effect on my personality and my outlook. It basically made me who I am today, which is an asshole. So I had to get out of there. Yeah, but you moving didn't make you any less of an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was already, I was way, way too ingrained in my practices. It was, it was too late for me. Oh, it just, it just didn't get worse. Oh, well, that's good. (laughs) Hey, at least you got a pool, right? Right. Well, well, the one thing that I know that you said before you moved down there, because I, because I remember we were, I think we were sitting on my porch, and I'm like, so, so, why the fuck Florida? Why do you want to move down there? And you said because I want it to be Christmas Eve, and I want to be in a Santa suit, and I want to jump in my pool. And I'm like, okay, that's a weird thing, but okay, <laughs> you know, I mean, if hey, everyone's into weird shit, you know, so if you're one of those Santa people, you know, so be it, but. You never did that. Okay, so I will give you the technically, I never put on a Santa suit and jumped into my pool. I have, however. Oh, oh, listeners. Oh, you dear listeners, you're going to get such a visual on this one. Enjoy it. Savor this moment. I have jumped into my pool nearing Christmas Eve, not on Christmas Eve, nearing Christmas Eve with a Santa hat on and a Speedo. You're welcome. 
You're welcome, everyone. Yes, yes. Envision that. I've jumped into my pool wearing a Speedo and a Santa hat. <laughs> if there was an inter internet to break, you just did it right there. Well, I mean, first off, I can hear Michelle's message now. Like, okay, what kind of, what color Speedo was it? Was it blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's like, it was you're going to have so many questions. It was dark blue. Dark blue? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, I know her and um, Neil are going to draw pictures or get or Photoshop your face on, on pictures of people in Speedos jumping in pools. Yeah, there will be some Photoshops, I would imagine. Yeah. We, we accept them and I'll put, them all, I'll put all entries on the Instagram page. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's, that's interesting to know. I didn't know that. And I don't know if I wanted to know that. I don't know <laughs> if I feel any better about my life now. I'm, I, I might have to cry tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you asked. So now yeah. the ball's in your court. I mean, you can go and huddle in your shower and cry for about an hour or so afterwards to clean that image out of your brain. I, I think the oh, balls were free flowing. <laughs> they, they weren't in my court at all. They were just free flowing. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I'm glad that you were able to experience that. You know, I mean, that was, that was a dream that you had and you semi fulfilled it. That's right. Got to reach and, for the stars, brother. Yeah. You know, and when you can't reach that high, you grasp for the lowest hanging fruit <laughs> right get whatever you can <laughs> okay so yeah cool one thing i do hate about fall is the stupid turning the clocks back why do we do this it's, it's bullshit yeah it's tradition it's tradition and the entire world would stop spinning on its axis if we stopped for whatever reason but there's states that don't recognize daylight savings time Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And yeah, uh, Florida is one of those that has tried to do it. There was, I'm uh, going to get this wrong and I don't give a fuck, but there was like a referendum and they moved forward with canceling daylight saving time and all that kind of shit. And then it failed because for some reason uh, you have to get, the, I don't know, the, like the federal government has to approve your change once you buy into it. Because everything else around like the southern states is all about states rights except when something makes fucking sense and then they look to big brother to tell them what to do because they're all spineless dickless wonders i wish that my state didn't didn't have that because i think it's stupid to change the clocks back yeah it is it has been studied and proven that changing that hour for the vast majority of the population of the united states ruins they're like their next week. Everybody talks about this shit. Nobody gets anything done because nobody actually wants to be up at these times when their sleep cycle has been fucked up to that degree. For the 24 people that this actually works for, tough shit, guys. You're not getting extra daylight, whatever you think is happening that Ben Franklin thought was such a great idea. It's over. We've passed that. Technology and magic happens. Fuck you guys. I'm going home without daylight saving time. And that's why you should vote for Zolanis Fenlock in 2024. Yes. That, <laughs> because that's our will, platform. We will remove, remove daylight savings time and we'll bring Speedos back. Oh, Speedos never left. <laughs> <laughs> they should have. <laughs> they, they, they should have, but yes. they didn't. Yes. Yeah, I, 
if 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 I was if I was gonna do something, that was one that would be one thing that I would do. And the other thing would be like, you know, if 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 there's proof of aliens, just fucking let us all see it. Let us let let's all fucking live in its glory, so we could stop fighting about the bullshit that we have as human beings and think larger than us. What's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah, getting back to the fall. What's your what's your thoughts on pumpkin spice season? Basic bitch mode engaged. I hate everything pumpkin. Blanket statement right there. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin spice. I don't like pumpkin anything. So I have to recuse myself from this whole discussion. I can't stand it. Other people, perfectly fine. I know that there are folks that look forward to pumpkin spice season because it makes everything taste better for them. Cool. Wonderful. I've got no problem with that. For those holidays where pumpkin pie was everywhere, my family understood that I dislike pumpkin everything. So they made up for it with like apple or cherry pie, which is awesome. So thanks for looking out for me. But yeah, putting pumpkin spice in coffee and pies and sandwiches and brake fluid and hair products, whatever. Can't stand it. The soap that I use which is Duke Cannon, which I got because Deer, you and Deer were talking about it yep. in, in our text thread. And Deer's like, Target had it on sale for like $3. I bought like three years worth supply. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and so I started using it and I like it. And um, they, they introduced, I don't know if it was this year, but they have pumpkin spice soap. Why, America? Why? Hell, dude, that, I mean, that's smart. If the market demands it, may as well jump on that because you're going to get a lot of people that will buy that shit and all you have to do is sacrifice your dignity. Yes. Well, if anyone wants to buy me a bar of Duke Cannon pumpkin spice soap, I will give a full review on here for Yin's guys because that's how I am. There you Duke go. Duke Cannon, send it. us free shit. We're begging for sponsors here, please. Yes. <laughs> We're manly men. We... we use soap when we wash ourselves <laughs> and i don't know about you i can smell when i feel that i smell and i smell like an italian hoagie <laughs> all right it, like it, it's it's like i know i'm smelling bad yep i smell like an italian hoagie sorry guys i must bow out <laughs> you know what i was a little bit pissed this week because i got an email from ancestry and it said we refined our, our technology and whatever, and we were able to pin, make more pinpoint decisions of, of like criteria, whatever. So, okay, you know, so log in to check out your, your stats, you know? So I log in. I'm like 1% Italian now. What the fuck is that? That's where the Italian hoagie stench comes from. I know. <laughs> this, that, you know, I mean, I didn't need it explained. Fucking... There you are, Ancestry. Now I know where it comes from. Thanks. <sighs> oh, but, oh, but the good thing is I am like 1% Swedish and like 1% one, one or 2% Norwegian. It's like, yeah, metal. Scandinavian which, death metal taking the place. Okay, which, okay, I know we're, we're skipping topics because I still want to stick in this fall c category here, but I, I want to do a, a quick listen up because there is a band in my... Spotify uh, Discover Weekly was a band called Head Cave. Head Cave? 
okay, so there's a band called Head Cave, and they only had an, L, or an EP in 2019, and there's four songs. But those four songs were great, and I fucking loved them. And it has the screaming, growling shit, but there's some singing in it too. You might like it, Tony. It might be Tony certified approved, but you know, it, you're, you'll probably hate it because you hate a lot of things I, I like. So, you know, you're just going to put it down anyway. And that's fine. I accept that. But I just wanted to put that on everyone's radar. You know, if you need some, some good metal with some growling, Head Cave had an EP, which it's just called Head Cave. I didn't see a title on it. So it was in 2019. I haven't looked up the band and anything else. But that four-song EP was really great. I will actually listen to that. I'll give that a shot basically right after this recording to check it out. Okay. Yeah, did you have anything listen-up-wise? Um, no, I haven't listened to it yet today. So. Okay. And given the track record, I can't really say that I'm looking forward to <laughs> the algorithm's choices for me. Yeah. Well, you might want to log into a different account. You might, have, you might need to have a backup account just in case so it doesn't mess up your algorithm. So I screwed up for another couple of weeks. So. Right, yeah. If I listen to, to Head Cave and I don't like them and suddenly like Head Cave and their uh, associated mother's brother's bands all show up to infest my playlist, we'll know who to blame. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> You're welcome. Getting back to uh, the pumpkin spice era. Okay, other than my soap, you know, which I do have the whiskey-infused soap, and then I have two more because I, I bought the, the pouch that you put the soap in. I don't necessarily have a shelf in my shower for to put soap where it doesn't get all grimy and, you know, used up because this bar of soap is pretty big, and it can last you a couple, like three months or whatever easily, you know, just one bar of soap because they're so big. And they, so they, they have these pouches that you put them in and then you just leave them in there and you just use that to like scrub yourself like a loofah. It doesn't work that well. <laughs> if I feel like I'm trying to lather it up more than I'm trying to actually use it. And so I don't use it as much. I kind of use it just to store the soap because it's too much to keep putting it. Yeah, anyway, so um, I, I use that, that soap. It's great. And um, I can't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I, so yeah, I have the whiskey one. I have a campfire one, which I haven't used yet. I'm excited to use, use it because I'm almost out of the, the whiskey one. And I have another one, which I don't remember the flavor. Oh, it's, it's, it's something like military. It, it was like military grade something. It was like, anyway, enough about soap. When it comes to coffee and all the other shit, I don't drink normal stuff. I'm the frou-frou coffee person that will order the frappuccino with raspberry and almond milk and whipped cream and all that shit. Uh, I don't, I, I've tried the pumpkin spice, don't really care for it all that much. Pumpkin pie, I love. Pumpkin cheesecake, I love. I love most cheesecakes because you can't go wrong with cheese and cake. Yeah. I do like the fall. I, I, I like the season. It's probably one of my favorite seasons. And I know that orange is one of your favorite colors, and, right, uh, if I'm correct. Yeah. And ha you having that as your favorite color and fall as your least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, when it, when, when it does do fall right and the leaves are turning orange and red and everything – it is a beautiful sight. Like driving through Pennsylvania 
and seeing the, the color changes, it is, it is really cool. I've done a couple trips to Canada, up through Maine, and that, and that is just, and, and through Canada is fucking gorgeous. But yeah, anything else pumpkin spice, I don't know. I, I, I think pumpkin shouldn't try to be other things. It should stop trying to be other things. It's, it's pumpkin pie. Pumpkin cheesecake, okay. You know, we don't need pumpkin everything else, okay? I don't need pumpkin ball wash. You don't really need it. You don't. I mean, I'll try it if somebody wants to buy me one or Canon wants to send us free shit. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Is there, do you have any favorite things you like to do in the fall when you were here or there? Like fall activities? There were, there were bright spots throughout uh, fall, I suppose, where going disc golfing with the group was more pleasant during the fall because you weren't just under constant threat of sunburn going out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cooler. It was more difficult to find your goddamn discs when they're underneath the leaves and shit, which was pretty annoying. But yeah, going out uh, disc golfing, Thanksgiving, always a highlight for that time of the year. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm kind of like the anti-basic bitch. <laughs> I just... No. I don't get hyped up for Halloween. Like, I know Halloween is such a big thing and everybody loves being spooky because, oh, I can, I can be myself. I can be Morticia or look at me. I'm not like other girls. I like Halloween. Meanwhile, fucking every white girl in her Ugg boots and blue sleeveless puffy jacket, whatever, they love Halloween too. So you're not fucking special. I, I just don't, Halloween just doesn't do anything for me. I don't have kids. I haven't lived in a place where there were kids around where I would see more than five kids for Halloween. So I'd be stuck with a giant bag of diabetes inducing candy. And it's not even the good shit because I'm not giving out good shit to the the little snot nosed crotch goblins that are running around. Because you're a cheap bastard. (laughs) Because I'm a cheap bastard. Yes. And if I'm going to buy the good shit, I'm going to eat it myself. Alexa, stop. I don't know. Well, I guess Andrew was playing <laughs> Fast by Juice World. Never heard of that. Never listened to that. <laughs> we'll never listen to that. Uh, <laughs> after that little interruption that we just had, it was horrible. Who fucking... Anyway, yeah, that, that was really bad. <laughs> it was either the ghost or Andrew. I'll blame Andrew because <laughs> it's physical. Yeah, ghosts don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you were saying, I'm sorry, Dua. Yeah, I'm an anti-basic bitch. Halloween just doesn't do it for me. Candy is easy to come by when you have money and can buy it yourself instead of begging the neighborhood people to get it for you. So yeah, like th- there's nothing about fall really that seems enticing. Not only that, I, I realized another reason why I don't like fall is because Pages closes down during the fall. So that's another thing that gets taken away from you by the seasons in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I did recently go to Pages, and I, it was so good. I, I really love that place. Key Lime, Pie, Arctic Squirrel, which is their version of a blizzard, is so heavenly. It is so delicious. I highly recommend anybody going there and getting that because it is so fucking good. So yeah, them taking that away is frustrating, but also good because it's like at the same time, I don't need to get any more fatter. So I don't need a fucking Arctic swirl every other week or whatever. Me growing up, one of the things I did enjoy about the fall was going to Trax Farms. 
I don't know if your family had one of those types of things where you would always go somewhere and do this thing or whatever. I know for uh, for Christmas, we would go to Meter's uh, Nursery out near Century 3 Mall, and we'd feed the deer and get our pictures taken with Santa and everything, even when we were adults, because we're cool, cool like that. Yeah, I, I, I loved those things. And the thing, like, I, so I loved getting up and when we were going to Tracks Farms, we go out there and we're pick, picking pumpkins and, and that place just exploded and it's huge. I mean, it's huge all the time, basically, but especially around the holidays like that, it's, it's always busy. I mean, one time I went out there and Pascal Dupuis was there with his kids. <laughs> he was doing a hayride. It's like, hey, you want to stay in the cup? Hi. <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was it was cool. I, I loved going out there. It was always it just get, gave you this warm, fuzzy feeling. I really enjoyed that. And one thing I never got to do, and you know, I've lived here all my life, and it is a little bit of a ways. I think it's like forty five minutes away from Pittsburgh, and I never did it. Was go to Falling Water, and I always wanted to go there and go there during the fall as well because you think all the trees and everything that would be really cool. I never really did that. I need to do that at some point in time in my life and I should probably do that in the next year or so because if you're going to have a bucket list of some sort, you know, I don't have a bucket list. Do you have a bucket list? Nope. Maybe we should make some. We could, we could take volunteer ideas for a bucket list. So if anyone has any bucket list submissions that they want us to explore or, you know, talk about or whatever, you could send those in to hairclubsyourmom at gmail.com or you can send a voicemail to the anchor spot. I don't know where that's at. You know where that's at. So. I, I can't see how this idea could go wrong. Like, no, it's a great idea and it's going to be wholesome because how can it be otherwise? And okay, first off, I'm afraid of heights. The first thing you say, you go freaking skydiving. You can all suck a big dick because it's never going to fucking happen. The other thing I love about the fall is hockey season. And any other year but this year, yes. We're still dealing with the last season that is continuing and continuing at least through this week. I'm thrilled to be able to watch and listen to hockey over the last Mm -hmm. month or so when really we would have been dealing with free agency and trades and training camps and stuff. And sure, I like all that stuff anyway because I'm just a hockey fan in general. But yeah, fall would be the lead up to the preseason games. And it's kind of tough to talk about all of that stuff when the current season is still going on three months after it should have ended. I don't want it to sound like I'm complaining because like I said, I love hockey. I love watching this stuff. Even if it's for teams that I don't usually pay attention to, I'm still fully engaged because it's hockey. The only thing worse than boring hockey is no hockey. So And with the the way that this is going to happen is like the finals are going to happen, which they're going on right now, not at this second, but uh, right now Dallas is up one, nothing in the series, which is (laughs) when it comes to a series final, you have Dallas and you have Tampa Bay. I think the only, to me, a more like the most boring fucking final would be something like Phoenix and Buffalo. Like I have no interest in, either of these fucking teams i you know and i have no horse in this i don't give a shit i love hockey but i don't give a shit about tampa i don't give a shit about dallas i know we beat the north stars in the finals in 91 so you know suck it 
And, you know, they won in 2000 or something. Tampa Bay won. So, like, they both won. It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. They can both fucking eat a dick. I don't care. But I love hockey. And it's good to see hockey. Even if it's finals hockey in September, you know, because I just fucking love hockey. Mm -hmm. Just don't care about these teams in the finals because, like, you know. Yeah, and I know that we've made jokes about how just fucking terrible our predictions were at the beginning of this. The one thing I am thrilled to have been wrong about is the longevity of these playoffs. I initially was skeptical that they'd be able to maintain this bubble and stay virus-free for the entirety of the playoffs. They've done that successfully. Like, yes. while every other sport that has some bright idea of bringing in a bunch of yokels into the stands, within days, like three days, they come down with, no, you're a super spreader because you're fucking moronic. Hockey has been able to constrain themselves into two cities and basically maintain that bubble so that everybody's able to enjoy the sport baseball and football and basketball like there's just it's a virus parade and everybody is coming down with it and games are getting canceled and just stupidity rampant out there so what you're saying is we should listen to canadians more often sure sure that that sounds just as reasonable as anything else i was trying to make i'm just i'm just happy that they didn't manage to fuck it up because like i mentioned before they fucked it up during the Spanish flu in the, the early 19-teens and players died. So I'm glad that that hasn't happened here. I'm glad we got, the like you said, the longevity of it where we got the playoffs, got to the finals, and zero reported cases. So I got to hand it to Gary Bettman. No booze here. No booze. Yep. Boo! <laughs> So I actually, I actually just read very recently, uh, so not a theater goer by any stretch of the imagination, which is funny because now I'm looking for those kind of classes to learn how to act, basically. Mm -hmm. But I had recently read that there is no better reaction for someone who plays a villain on stage. Like if you're in a theater troupe and you're playing the villain, mm -hmm. when you come out for your, like, take a bow, you don't want to be cheered. If you're playing the villain, getting booze is what you want. And I thought, you know what? That takes a little different spin on the Batman scenario. Like, if he's supposed to be the villain, of course, boo the villain because that's what you do. And if you either get silence or a couple of half-hearted claps or, you know, cheering for you, that's the wrong reaction. You want those boos. So, yeah. in this, this specific scope of him being the villain because, you know, he's the commissioner and... He's the man that everybody's not supposed to be. He gets the booze. Again, like it was, it was just a neat little spin on that that I never paid attention to and didn't know about because I've never been to the theater. I've never paid attention to the theater. So that sort of thing was brand new to me. It wasn't part of the uh, daily fabric of life. No. Well, I mean, growing up in a blue collar town, it's not theater and the arts weren't something necessarily in our daily lives. I mean, we do have a big theater and cult, you know cultural section of the city. I wasn't aware of it until I, I had to be, <laughs> and it, it is definitely interesting. It, it is. I you know I've been to some plays, some good, some not so good. Seeing people like like they do something I couldn't really do. I I'm so stage fright. 
I have trouble getting up in front of people and having any type of attention on me like that. The one time that I, I was really freaking out about it was at Jay's wedding. I was the best man. I had to do the, the speech. And I'm so deathly afraid of speaking in front of people in public because I'm just, I'm terrified. It's, it's something I've always had, had anxiety about. And it's, it's a real issue for me. So I had a bunch of shots well before it was time to go up. And I was stone sober delivering my speech. And I was fumbling with the cards and I was holding the mic down. And I remember like Jay's brother was like, hold the mic up, hold the mic up. And I'm like, but then people will hear me. <laughs> I don't want anyone <laughs> to hear me. It, but it, as soon as, you know, I gave the speech and whatever, and I felt completely fucking drunk after I said that speech because it was like, I was completely sober. This moment hit, I am fucking hammered. It was, <laughs> it was just an instant. And uh, yeah, so that whole public speaking thing, I, I not good with me. Did you hear that? I did. That's Mal being a fucking complete asshole. Yeah, I figured he was going nuts somewhere off in the dining room. Yeah. Hey, chill the fuck out. Yeah, where were we? Uh, you had lost your train of thought. Yeah, oh, I know. And there's Meow. Mal, what are you doing? Marry a little shit. No, he's going to be an asshole. <laughs> oh, no. Now he comes out and then he turns around and then he runs back away. He's a Cats tease. are weird. Um, so anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. I'm just saying that I'm terrified of the public speaking and, oh my God, this is how Mal just needs to butt into everything. Whatever you're doing, you're not supposed to be doing it and get your ass in here. That's right. You get your ass in here. He's in like attack mode now. It got him one of those like ropes on a string or ro ropes on like a, um, like a pole and it's, it's halfway underneath the coffee table and he'll jump up on the bottom part of the coffee table and then reach underneath and be hanging out trying to get it. And it's like, all you need to do is fucking pick it up and grab it. But he's just playing with it as you can hear. And then he'll pick it up with his teeth and then just walk it over to the floor and then sit down and then just be like, well, the end of this episode is brought to you by Mal being an asshat. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is one other thing I would like to ask you about. Since tomorrow is the big day, and since you're a big gamer on the Xbox platform, tomorrow the Xbox Series X and S are being pre-ordered, avail uh, av uh, availability to be pre-ordered tomorrow. Are you do you have any plans on purchasing said console? Yes, eventually. I don't pre-order anything though. I will eventually pick one of those up because I've been partially paying attention to it. I haven't really like fanboyed out about it, but I've been following along with the major ideas around it. And I like not having to have discs around. I like um, the whole digital delivery. I like what's going to be coming along with them with backwards compatibility and all that fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, eventually I will pick one of those up. Probably not for the first year that it's out there. 
you know, get the early adopter hiccups out of the way, see what kind of exclusives are coming along for the ride with them. And then now that Microsoft has purchased Bethesda, um, yes. getting kind of what's next for the Elder Scrolls on there. I hope that they're not going to continue on with focusing all their efforts on that fucking Elder Scroll online bullshit because it's fucking terrible. I want the single player experience. Unlike you, I am an early adopter for all of most of the major consoles. I'm really happy with, with the way that the system has gone. I love the, the whole backwards compatibility with everything. If it was a fucking original Xbox game, you could put it in the system and it will play it. I, I still have links 2004 when we used to play that me, you, Jay, um, but we play, we played the hell out of that. I know I did. Uh, and it was online. So there was a lot of games, not that I'll be playing that, but you know, there's, there's games that I would like to revisit anyway. So the new Xbox is coming out. You prefer digital. I'm all about having the physical copy because when it's all said and done, I like actually having something in my hands. <laughs> like when it comes to movies, I like having a physical copy and a digital copy so I can have it in my digital library and I can just pull it up and do whatever. But I like, you know, if 10 years down the road, they don't pay for the royalties or whatever, and it goes off and, and I lose it for some reason or whatever, I don't want that to happen. I still have it. I paid money for it. So, and if you ever really want to have any resale value 20 years down the line, if you want to sell your Xbox series X and 20 games, you can do that. Where if you sell it, you know, all digital, it's tied to your user ID. So you can't really sell those. So I, I totally understand that point because for a while I did as well. And then when I moved, I wanted to get rid of all of those extra games that I knew I wasn't going to play anymore. They didn't support at the time. So mm. it, there was no backwards compatibility for these specific games. And they had explicitly said they weren't going to. Like the whole conversion process was more than it was worth. So I had a disc that I couldn't do anything with. I went to go and sell that back to pick your, your fucking vultures that are out there. And I basically got a couple of toothpicks and pocket lint for them. So resale on games doesn't fucking exist. Like you get store credit or you get pocket lint. That's it. Yes. Um... I plan on getting the Xbox, the new Xbox, and excited for it. Hopefully, I can get a pre-order tomorrow. Yeah, get a pre-order, and then when it arrives, you can provide a review, and then we can beg Microsoft to give us free shit. <laughs> yes, we are now going to be considered gaming experts, and you can <laughs> check out our YouTube channel. No, not really. We're not going to do that. Although we could do a, re a game review, and we can review an old-school game a new school game in a system or whatever. We have ideas. <laughs> we have so much coming down the pipeline for you listeners. You just don't even know what you have coming to you. It is a veritable smorgasbord of topics and segments. Think of it as Christmas time and Tony's in the Speedo jumping into your lap. <laughs> yes. And again, you're welcome. Well, I don't know about you, Tony, but I don't really have anything else to say to this week. No, no, I want to hold off on that veritable smorgasbord of topics and segments that we have planned for next week instead of today. Was it, was it next week? Because I, I, I don't know if I have anything 
that I really want to talk about next week. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know either. I was just trying to bite for time. Oh, okay. Are we at the market? I think so. Yeah. I think we okay, the time. Mi- okay. Then maybe we should go. Okay. Yeah. That okay. sounds good. Uh, okay. Break. Great. <laughs> Let's. Uh, so yeah. I don't, I don't know. So why don't we say goodnight to everybody? That sounds like a great idea. Thank you for listening. Right. This is our 21st episode. Stick with us because there's a whole lot more. I promise. <laughs>